Good afternoon, people. Today, we'll be interviewing Adrian Ruiz of the South African Pagan Council. For those of you who do not know, Adrian is the convener of the SAPC. Hi, Adrian. How are you? Hi, Maya. Uh, thank you for the invitation. I'm well in yourself. I'm about to go and leave, so I'm really happy, Chappie. Uh, so let's start with the interview. Tell me, what does the role of the convener of the SAPC entail? Oh, that's good to hear. I need a holiday around about now as well. In regards to your question, the main purpose of the convener um, is to represent the um, solitary practitioners at the Executive Council um, with their needs and concerns. Um, another main purpose is to like in liaise with um, government uh, like we have done uh, recently with the Justice um, Department in regards to the single marriage um, act that's on the table um, to combine um, all the different marriage acts into one uh, overall marriage act uh, to simplify most of the things um, regarding the, the marriage in South Africa, uh, civil union, normal marriage, traditional, etc. Um, it's more than uh, more uh, oversight role as well on the different committees uh, set up like the Pagan Freedom Day Movement Committee. Um, yeah, it's basically in a nutshell what the, conven uh, the job of the convener is. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. That is really very interesting. Um, it sounds like a lot of responsibility as well. I believe also that you managed to re-register the SAPC as an MPO again. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, that is correct, yes. Um, the process was started um, early last year already um, but with the, the arrival of COVID everything got delayed um, especially at um, social development they were kind of busy with uh, distributing food parcels and stuff so the whole process got delayed but we did manage to get our NPO registration number finally um, I think late middle last year middle last year late last year um, but we, we did get it finally um, we had to resubmit some some paperwork but we got it done so yeah it's uh, the South African Pagan Council is now officially again um, a fully registered uh, NPO under the Department of Social Development so yeah, we did get managed to get that done uh, through COVID. Uh, still a lot of other stuff that needs to be done, but in essence, we've got our numbers, so we are an NPO. On a more personal front, what spiritual path do you ascribe to? The learning platform um, that we intend for for the council uh, is still a work in progress. We've played around with some ideas, um, but with the, the NPO registration, we got certain perks um, regarding platforms and so on. Um, but we're still busy exploring, like into set up some courses um, 
for especially solitary, uh, especially for our RMOs, our religious marriage officers. Um, but yeah, that, that is still a work in progress. Um, there's still a lot of shaping and stuff needs to be done on that um, before that can be rolled out officially. Um, so yeah, all I can say is just uh, watch this space. Um, we'll inform everybody once that is up and running and tested and all that stuff. So yeah. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. Thank you very, very much. I look forward to that. Um, spiritual path. That is um, actually a very, very complex and hard question to answer. Um, from the beginnings where I see myself where I was um, just starting to explore the old pagan path the ancient ways um, until now is like in I can't really put it into words um, current path that matches closely to what I'm following is animistic um, more nature-based uh, like most pagan um, belief systems are um, but more to, to root level um, the connection is of everything um, it's actually very complex uh, I have to do like in really sit down and think about that one it's very hard to put in two words. Yeah, it's complex. Um, I think that will be my answer. Thank you. Yeah, it's a little bit of an unfair question, isn't it? Well, the other day I was reading a book by one uh, Jungian author and um, I came to the realization that the belonging, the sense of belonging because of the demystification of various religions, um, sciences, um, spiritual paths, the demystification of things has left people without that cocoon around them, that sense of belonging. And according to this Jungian psychologist, this gives rise to a race for power, the need to express control, um, you know, the non-acceptance of diversification and um, the obsession with pleasure and control. Um, um, do you agree with this? Okay, this just went from an, an interview to the off-the-cuff stuff. Um, I totally agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, over time, um, our, our people have become, I hate, to I hate to use the word brainwashed, but it's in essence what happened. Um, one started to need um, to be to belong somewhere, um, to be recognised, to uh, gather wealth, to um, be someone. And I hate to use the phrase; um, it's direct. Um, consequence of, of Christianity but in essence it is 
but in essence it's not christianity that's the problem the problem is power if you go back into history um, the romans wanted power to have power they need something they needed something to, to control the people and that was christianity it might have been something else um, it just happened to be christianity um, i can go on hours about this um, but yeah in essence the 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 paper or the study you read is is spot on our people have lost the essence of what it is to be in this existence this this human existence that we are in it's either you are this group or that coven or um whatever and how many wars and death have something like that brought on this world um it's completely controlled by power totally power and money that's it the great evils in this world um if that was what the romans intended to it to be um they've accomplished it over and over and over again um i can get philosophically about this this whole thing um but that study is spot on uh, in short on your question in adding to that the the sense of belonging to some group or some thing became the the essence of living on this plane of existence when in the animistic um you see everything as equal everything is part of the whole everything is um the one so there is no competition for anything it just is that is the problem that is the main problem in the world in general currently power power hungry egotistical beings that that do not give the light of day to anybody else um yeah that that's a fundamental problem for me um to accept fact that you use the word essence uh, for in this book he explains the whole thing he describes it as this beautiful bottle that contains the most exquisite fragrance or perfume and for some reason the bottle is tipped over and the essence merges into the ground and so does its perfume and eventually the bottle is a meaningless object he says that the meaninglessness that people experience in their life uh, in their lives today is exactly that loss of the essence of what life is about this connection that you so speak of in nature everything being what it is just being not constantly in comparison or in competition with the next thing everything just is what it is for no specific reason other than that that's what it is you made me laugh when you said that um this has just gone from an interview to an off the cuff situation and if you remember well i used to have a page on penton where i used to write articles and it was named off the cuff
het beteken dis, dis van jou essens, jou siel af. Dis nie uit een of ander oogpunt uit nie. Um, jy moet nie dat begin met die goeders nie. Ek sal flip in ure lang praat oor die kakke. Seriously. Um, my perspective het baie verander. Baie. Baie. Ik denk nie, um, mense weet al dag hoe, hoe my perspektief, jy, jy het meer idee van waar ek begin het en waar ek nou is en nog steeds die wol van nou af nie. Dit is, um, dit is nogal iets vir die boeken, actually. Um, ja, so, so gooi, laat ons, laat ons nog vraagies antwoord. Ek like het kwijt. Ik blij dat jij een Afrikaans sommer oorgeslaat het en ja, ik kan sê waar je was en waar je vandaag is, definitief. Maar um, I'm still going to be asking the questions in English. I'm not sure if I can um, express what I want to say in Afrikaans. <laughs> okay, I think it was in a documentary called The Hamburger Universe that I saw a Roman Catholic cardinal say that science and psychology brought about the death of philosophy. And I say with that, with the philosophy, I say also mythology. Do you believe that mythology was the essence of the pagan psyche and that those myths kept us united or conscious for lack of a better word Um, the demystification of these myths and the lack of philosophy today you know we more focused on the empirical facts of things and you know in science Um, the lack of these things have made us lose that living organism, one consciousness um, quality that we had about us. And could we term this as the end of a civilization? you think about that that question for a while I actually um, revisited the question psychology and um, science killed philosophy it actually makes a lot of sense um, one must one must look at the, the fundamentals of the two um, in psychology and um, science, one works on, on facts, um, art-proven facts according to the human mind, um, which is true to majority of people or situations or the world. Philosophy, on the ad- other hand, is like in... You ponder and think about stuff. Um, you see something around you in nature um, and you think listen why why is that uh, like it is that um, makes the brain active immediately um, it saddens me to think that the young people of today or people in general uh, lost the the science of philosophy to 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 be silent and think about stuff to get your own resolve in that matter you as a person's got all the answers inside of you already but you rely on what you see on social media um, in science papers in research um, 
that that is fact in your mind but once you become silent and ponder that in a philosophical way um, the endings are usually different um, than what it is in science or psychology Um, you actually get meaningful answers to your questions Um, and mythology I've got a whole whole theory about mythology and the gods and goddesses and the ancients Um, my personal opinion in this regard is the gods and goddesses um, if you if you go look at them they are all essences um, or personalities or traits that that people have inside them um, I'm gonna use the cliche um, God Thor um, it's the God of war uh, the, the God of the people um, the human race um, is that not a, a essence of, of you that you can identify with in an av- uh, average everyday situation um, Thor um, thunder lightning anger um, fighting don't, don't you see as a, as a human yourself that same traits every day um, so in my opinion that the gods and goddesses united people because they could um, see okay listen this god represents this um, this is how his nature are I can see that in myself so it must be that um, people like naming things um, and to go back to your one of your previous questions uh, to identify with that and say yeah it's a god Thor yeah it's Zeus it must be Zeus yeah um, I think that united the people the ancients the old pagan people um, I can go on about that this as well for very long is seeking people seek for meaning for belonging and I'd like to ask you how important is personal study and practice in the path to spiritual unfoldment from observing I think I've come to the conclusion that, you know, most spiritual paths are uh, focused on simplicity, minimalism, whereas what the world is foisting upon us is more geared towards corporate governance, consumerism, and all of these things, I believe, have created a, a rift between man and the rest of nature. And man therefore feels empty, alienated. How could one um, reawaken or bring about the creation of consciousness before the collapse of what we call Western civilization.
you spoke about names and labels and things like that. I also don't enjoy being limited by a label. And yet somehow those labels become that ring past not, as Madame Blavatsky called it, um, that contain within it, in a sort of prison of delusion, of separateness, of uniqueness, etc., the negation of interconnectedness of everything that is in just a state of beingness without judgment, without need for a reason. But at the same time, the walls that restrict the people in a citadel also gathered the people, gave them identity and kept them safe, right? So the fact that we cannot say this or that to anything, anything specific, there is no empirical truth. Everything just is, it's both. And this made me realize that if we applied these simple truths to most things in life, life would be so simple. I don't know, do you agree with what I'm saying? To explain a little bit more, The ring past not is not a place, it's not a location, and it can't even be measured as a distance. Um, it has no form, it has no size, but mathematically it can be represented by pi, 3.1415. The ring past not contains in it the ideology, in, in our case, um, the ideology of the old ways, the ancient ones, the ancestors, the various traditions, etc. But things have become so watered down, so threadbare with political correctness, with the need to accept everything in, you know, in the eclectic adoption of what suits us best. Um, so devoid of any real structure or genuine practice that it is difficult to accept the differences. You know, we've demystified, picked the thing apart so much that we know what it's made up of. There's no mystery there. It is just facts. It becomes, once again, something that has lost its luster. Um, It's not anything that lightens our spirit and make us makes us become incandescent with spiritual fervor um yeah you know and when things become this way we cannot give any value to any of these bits and pieces that we have cherry-picked for ourselves let alone find amicable ways of reconciling those differences and we see this every year before pagan freedom day we see a handful of people who are trying and they work tirelessly to raise a modicum of hears of spirit of unity in our diverse community and you have those who constantly throw stones yeah So, it makes me think, the labels that we so detest and the descriptions that we so try to avoid kind of like become the ring past not and they become our protection and not our inability to go beyond the dogma or even the commonalities. do I, I, I don't know if I've expressed myself um, correctly and concisely enough but that's that's the that's what I'm thinking you know and I keep on saying I believe I'm talking like an ignoramus um, 
it's not truth necessarily truth it's what crosses my mind it's my brain thinking up things and I often think you know the truth is not what I think the truth is what it is what I think is my interpretation of it your spiritual matters are are really like you said very deep and very complicated when one is trying to decipher it but in reality they are really extremely simple we overthink everything don't we study um study is is the fundamental cornerstone of of one's life um if one understands that that nothing stays the same and everything changes constantly how can one not study um one must evolve um with your circumstances um both um self-made or or well, everything is self-made to be honest there's nothing external that's a, a subject for another conversation um if one do not learn from from what you as a person perceive as as a mistake or um a wrong step or a success um what do you gain as a soul as a spirit as as one of the whole um so so study for me is is very important i um in my nature i'm very analytically inclined so i i will look at something and analyze it and see where things can be done differently um it's the same with the spiritual path um the path does not stay the same ever uh, it's always something else something with more truth um which brings me to the next part of your question is about um, personal practice um how can that stay the same if your whole beingness starts to evolve and shift so nothing stays the same um not to put down um the groupings and covens in the pagan way um at all um they play a vital role in putting people in touch with um a bigger truth than themselves um but if you start living as a as a personally as in in a certain way things will will work out differently it will work out like it should be uh in that that goes for your practices as well um there is not one specific practice to do something specific at any specific point if that makes any sense um practice will evolve there's there's just a few constants that stay the same uh, moon cycles um your um normal um like in season stuff stays the same um which is also a discussion for for something or another time uh about which one you follow in which hemisphere and that that gets technical um point being your practice will evolve as you evolve um what seems to be important to you now will be different in a week's time if you evolve spiritually um there's no set path i hope that that answers your question in some way
Thank you very much. It really does make sense. Some very deep truths he said there. Now, I may sound like I'm stuck on this ring pass knot, okay? But let's call our labels this ring pass knot, this um, invisible something that keeps everything connected, whether it be in the greater things, you know, like the macrocosm or in the microcosm. But is it not a necessity for a healthy, functional community or society? If we need a shared myth to keep the old ways alive, to keep a society together, to allow a civilization to survive, where will it come from? We have to basically recreate consciousness. And as Russell Brand said the other day, we need a new shared myth. It is no longer things like accruing of wealth. We've realized that that doesn't bring happiness. Minimalism is perhaps a better option for a lot of us. Blind faith in dogmatic religions, not my cup of tea. I am now spiritual. I do meditation. I go to India for yoga lessons. Um, I burn incense and meditate and attend circles. All of this has become so terribly diverse, so terribly diversified that the ideal of unity and diversity is really a noble goal, but at the same time, very, very difficult to attain. What can the Pagan Freedom Day movement do to keep on striving to realize this? I don't, I agree with you 100%. I've also distanced myself from a lot of stuff that happens on social media in order to have inner peace. Um, I am not at all interested in being involved in factionalism and witch wars and this need to break down in order to garner more power. I'm more for power with than power over. However, I do also realize that man is a gregarious animal and looks for associations, looks for someone to share stuff with, and looks for someone to grow with. And perhaps you and I don't fall into that bracket. We are happy learners, but how do we facilitate this reawakening of consciousness without providing an environment where those who need to commune with others feel safe enough to do so and accepted despite the differences that without a doubt there will be. For some reason the, the image of of Troy came to mind. Um, The city that fell to a wooden horse. The city that, that deemed itself impenetrable and safe fell. Isn't the the things that, that 
keep you safe and content the same things that give you harm at the end of the day. It's kind of a rhetorical question. Um, yes, in short, to your question. Being in the mindset of, of more simple in your life will, will greatly increase um, any spiritual growth and life in general. What do what do people? Um, how do I put this? Worry about? Most worries are are concerned with um, worldly, financial um, stuff. That is actually, you if if one can sit sit down and and look. At, at your bigger picture, you can actually do with a lot less. But why do we strive for money and fame and um, to be seen? Is to have some spot in your mind in society that puts you above the rest. Um, what's the use, to be honest? Will that make um, a difference when you you die one day when you leave this world can you take any of that with you I don't think so um, so the advice I would give in something like some question like this will be really go sit down take, take some time out and go sit down with yourself and decide listen um, what is really important in my life? Really important. Out of a spiritual sp perspective, perspective instead of a materialistic, worldly perspective. And then decide which route you're going to take. And uh, most probably you'll find that the stuff that keeps you safe is the same stuff that uh, holds you back completely. No questions asked. And need something else to, to break that chains. I hope that answers your question. Thank you. I like your answer. Now I'm going to ask you something else. Is it the things that keep us safe that harm us in the end? Or is it our reaction to them? that harms us was it choice walls that harmed the people or was it the hubris of those who received the horse as a gift yes we overthink everything that is very very sad and i think wrong um, Pagan Freedom Day is supposed to be, and in, in the spirit of how Pagan Freedom Day was started, um, supposed to be um, unification for at least one day in the year um, of the Pagan community in South Africa. To be one, um, share experiences, um, share some truth, share some um, uplifting spiritual experiences. Not to be a battleground um, of different mindsets there will always be differences of opinion uh, that's human nature but for one day just one day be as one to celebrate a freedom that was afforded 
to us in the Constitution of South Africa to have religious freedom, to express your beliefs and share it freely to everyone that is willing to listen. What I've been um, a restriction previously, before 94, was now lifted. So let's celebrate that. What, what, what seems to be the problem? Is it ego? Is it uh, power? Is it numbers and people? Is it money? Um, what, what is the, the thing that drives this? And if you're going to sit down and think about this, nothing of that matters. It's about the day to celebrate freedom to speak your mind with fellows and people that wants to know in the community. I cannot see how this have become um, a battleground. It saddens me. Um, how can it be so hard for one day without any facades, without any fighting, without any run-up to the, to the Pagan Freedom Day, um, to just be um, as you, as a person, chose to be, with your truth, without any um, underlying stuff that you bring with it. Just be. Or just don't be with it. This, this matter has been plaguing my mind for a very long time. I can't understand why people for one day, one day, just be. I think... Um, that, that most people will, will find common ground if they just let go of power um, and whatever power or regime they think they have for one day. That will bring back the essence of Pagan Freedom Day. And I must say, with last year's Pagan Freedom Day that we had online, I feel that we reached more people um, than we did on any of the regional gatherings. It was, it was amazing to see that. It gave me hope. Um, yeah, let's, let's leave it at that for now. I do agree with you, Adrian. And, um Will Pagan Freedom Day be held online again this year? I think I already gave an answer to that one. Um, but if you, you'd like me to, to elaborate on that. Um, if one sits down and look um, at the different path um, that is available to, to the paying community. Um, in essence, they have, have one thing in common. Um, to be honest, everything, all religions in the world have one thing in common. The great one love that exists, um, that connects us all. People um, over centuries um, distorted this whole image um, of oneness and that broke up into different groupings and religions. But if you go back in history, at the core, everything is the same.
to always be that way. No one will change that. That's our history. That's our past. That's our ancestors. Um, so is it really that that much to ask for one day to find that commonality again and build a, a stronger bond um, to unite the people no matter how diverse they are one must understand that that this human body one thinks is reality um, it's just a um, a temporary vessel you spoke about um, the Jung thing earlier about the vessel with the, the perfume dripping out um, you in essence are the perfume not the vessel it was never that way and once your perfume has uh, leaked out the vessel the vessel is the vessel your perfume runs into the ground becomes something else again it never ends One day, one day, to unite the diversity. One day. One day is, is a, not even a sprinkle, it's not even a grain of sand in the, in the bigger picture of time. What will it take of you? No, I really do not believe that it's too much to ask, Adrian. I think that instead of being at loggerheads, we could just simply enjoy being. And, you know, we have, like you said, we've got commonalities and we have differences. And if we accept that as, 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 a, as a whole, we are diverse but the same, like the cells in a human body, they belong to a body, but each cell has its own um, function in, in the body. And they are aggregated in groups as per the functions. So it's pretty much the same thing. You know, nature is our best teacher. But I want to go back to, to, to my question about Pagan Freedom Day this year. Is it going to be online and do you have anything special lined up? I think that the fact that we no longer have a shared myth um, is part of this problem, you know, of then breaking up into factions and seeking to power over power others when the macrocosm bespeaks oneness in diversity. Um, leave what you knew before at the door because nothing is the same in a South African context it's um, well it's not really just a South African thing I think it was a worldwide thing um, people's Thoughts were suppressed for many, many generations, centuries, um, about uh, by Christianity, uh, about a lot of things, um, the stuff you need in inverted commas, 
um, in your life um, wealth money fame leave that leave that all behind because um, the pagan path the spiritual path is um, something different so I'd say that that will be the, the first step if you like to come to the table and, and learn um, your ancient ways most most people lost the heritage somewhere along the line um, by by all the stuff I mentioned before um, so I'd say if, if you want to engage in meaningful conversations with people um, and learn something along the way come with a, a open mind not not a set mind on this is what you expect this is what you think it is um, come with open mind and you'll be fine you'll you'll find your way along the line um, it's not a, a easy task to undo centuries of um, mind oppression on a person it doesn't happen overnight it takes time so if you if you're coming looking for a quick answer a quick solution um, and what we've seen on on the Facebook page is a quick spell to sort something out it's not gonna work it will never work because your mindset is not right yeah once again I can go on about this for hours but I think that's the essence um, on what you asked come with an open mind and be willing to to listen and learn and have your opinion um, but also understand that your opinion is not the beginning and the end of a thing it's more it's always more answer um, a few questions in one yes freedom day will be online again this year uh, I know the organizers are already busy with uh, plans and stuff but we will communicate all that in due course um, as it is we are in um, adjusted level one uh, lockdown so um, indoors we're looking at 100 people outdoors 250 so um, a fully fledged um, pagan freedom day is not really a viable option at this stage um, and considering with the new variant and stuff that we have in, in the country at this stage it will not make sense to, to put people's lives at risk um, and become a super spreader event so Yes, it will be uh, online again 2021. Um, we have uh, got great response last year on it, and we will keep on going with that. Um, so yeah, that's that's the answer to one part of your question. Um, I like your analogy um, on different cells, but organized in different structures but at the end of the day part of the whole body i felt like this for a very long time um, nature is our best teacher um, it depends on on which point of view you take on this um, are you looking um, out of the point of view of a predator or the prey or just a neutral or like a grass type thing um,
Maya, you know what? Uh, at the end of the day, it's very simple. Um, most of the stuff that divides the community is man-made in the mind of some individual um, that wants to dominate another. Um, there's no getting around that. There's no um, sugarcoating that. that. That's the essence of it. Uh, one person sees themselves as a superior and as um, the answers, but, but at the end of the day, uh, do they? Does anybody have all the answers? Um, or do they just give um, like in a mold to people um, relinquishing the the old belief systems to to just flow into with any without any resisting um, force in some way? Is it not just giving another name to something that that someone knew before? Um, is that really in the same bracket as a as spiritual growth as learning about yourself um, about learning the truth it can't be because you just you just following um, a different path with the same mold same soul with exactly the same vessel That, that that brings up the thing is the vessel really necessary can't it just be free flowing why do you need a vessel yeah, I think that should give some food for thought I agree with you 100% Adrian thank you so much for consenting to this interview and spending the time to answer my sometimes a little bit unfair questions but um, you did so very well I'm sure that the listeners are going to enjoy this podcast I'm going to say thank you and goodbye and cross over to the interview to Lady Lee Towers Akasha from Penzance in Cornwall. And uh, yes, I look forward to speaking to you soon. Take care of yourself and loads of love to your mom. My heart's been a pleasure. Um, I think it was maybe long overdue for me to speak my mind um, seeing that I'm not really active on social media anymore and so on um, there's a lot a lot to to learn in the pagan ways in the old ways the ancient ones um, and I'd, I'd really like to encourage um, seekers to to spend time to understand to to look down down um or back into history um and understand where where your background comes from what happened um history is is fundamental in understanding any way of paganism philosophy is is you must understand philosophy of the old Greeks um, you must understand philosophy that's it Tamaya thank you um, I, I I really feel that that council can can really give a, like an, a, a strong cornerstone um, 
to any perspective seeker um, yeah I think I, I think there's a lot of knowledge to be shared among the pagan community regardless of of path um, regardless one must come with an open mind and you'll learn and you'll understand and you'll know and that ladies and gentlemen was Adrian Ruiz from the South African Pagan Council with some positive gems I hope you enjoyed it and keep a lookout for the next podcast.